Hello and welcome to the Kensington Podcast. Thank you for joining us again. This week, Selma meets James Weston, the general manager of Marks & Spencer High Street, Kensington. It's an amazing company to work for. Um, we stand strong behind their beliefs and values and, and I think we continue to, to push and, and drive them and, and evolve. Just before we get to the interview with James, we wanted to let you know that the podcast will be taking a two-week break over Easter. So after today, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with your next episode. Subscribe to Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, whichever is your preferred provider, and you'll receive a notification when the next episode airs. And now let's get to this week's interview with James Weston of Marks & Spencer. And just to remind you, all interviews have been recorded remotely due to lockdown guidelines. Morning, James. Thank you so much for joining us today. So you are the store manager at M&S on Kensington High Street. How long have you been at M&S and how long have you been at the Kensington store? Good morning, Selma, and thank you very much for having me. So I'm relatively new um, into Marks & Spencer's High Street Kensington. I've only been here six months. So I joined in the midst of uh, the pandemic, which was uh, certainly an experience. Um, but look, absolutely delighted to be here. I live very local to the area, so it's, it's a great commute time. Um, and also just a beautiful high street. I, I shopped on here um, prior to working on here. I've, I've been with the business for 10 years this year, so I've got a bit of experience within store managers. Um, but yeah, really, really pleased to be here. Well, we love Marks and Spencers, as you know. I mean, it, I mean, I think you get all my salary, to be perfectly honest. But um... yeah, I, I know you're one of my best customers. <laughs> <laughs> so, what made you want to work for Reminis? So, so prior to that, I, I worked for another retailer. I, I won't, I won't say their name on here. But um, <laughs> I, I come to a point where I just wasn't particularly proud of the brand and, and what it stood for. Um, so I started doing a bit of research, and it was actually our, our Plan A credentials which sort of was the, the initial hook. So our plan A is essentially how we, we trade and what we want to do ethically, um, with a real focus around people, the community, how we treat our suppliers. So I, I, I think for me, I, I was just looking for, I love retail, I'm, I'm a retail at heart. I've been you know working in, in stores since I was 16. I, I wanted to stay in the sector, but I, I wanted to align my values with a, a brand that I could see myself being part of and growing with. And yeah. yet for me, m and has, has exceeded that. Um, it, it's an amazing company to work for. Um, we stand strong behind their beliefs and values. And, and I think we continue to, to push and, and drive them um, and evolve. So that, that was the main catalyst. Also, yeah. my nan was a massive fan, so I wanted to make her happy. <laughs> Keep your nan happy, that's, that's good. Yeah. So have you worked in lots of different M&S stores across London? And if so, do you find that, I mean, is, is our store different down in Kensington or, you know? Yeah, um, it, London's a real strange place. I mean, I, I probably worked in eight shops now. I started off in Fulham Island. I've worked in the city. Uh, I worked in Marble Arch. And, and they are all very different. And, and they're very different because each one of them will have a certain split of different customer profiles. So. You know, my previous appointment before Kensington, I was in Finsbury Pavement, so in the heart of the city. Mm-hmm. And essentially, 90% of my customer base was a very transient city worker where, you know, their needs were very different to somebody within Kensington, where they're a much more local, 
you know, they had much more affiliation with the brand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I would say Kensington um, definitely has a different feel to it in terms of the, the customer base. We, we get, we have a lot of loyalty, you know, I, I'm, I've only been here six months and, you know, I probably know the names of about 50 customers that come in. And, and, and I love that because it really has a real community sort of feeling and spirit to it. It reminds me, um, my second appointment store was Chiswick. Um, and it has a very similar feel to it, you know, a real sort of belongingness um, of not just the community, but also the colleagues inside as well. There's a real nice family feel to it. I honestly, I'm delighted to be managing this store. It's, you know, it's one of my favorite stores I've, I've managed. You know, it's been tough as we know going through the pandemic, but I'm really excited now to sort of, you know, get to the end of this and actually sort of continue to build and, and get to know more of our customers. And I'm sure as soon as we, we, we open up our other floors, it's, um, I'm going to be meeting more people so yeah I, I'm delighted to be on, on High Street Kensington Center. Yeah I think I, I agree with what you're saying I think the word there is community isn't it sort of like I think that you know there mm. is a lovely community along High Street Kensington and so it is quite similar to Chiswick and I think that you know that's what Marks and Spencers represents to so many of us it's like a magnet for you know for yeah. everybody in the community and you're right what you say as well I mean I've lived around here for a long time and the staff that are in your store, this your store, um, they've all been there for years. Nobody ever leaves, which is yeah, again. I was I was shocked. Like one of the first things that I do whenever I join a new store is try and get a little bit of time with each of them, even if it's yeah. a two or three minutes. And the, the length of service of, of the colleagues, I mean, they've, they've, some of them have been there 30 years and a lot of them have been there a long time. And, and you always find London in general has a much higher rate of turnover than yeah. the rest of the country. So it's not people stay for a few years because they've got so many other, but for some reason, <laughs> they've, you know, High Street Kensington's probably got the, the longest serving colleagues at, at any store that I've worked with in London. And, and, and I think that's a really great thing because yeah. they, they get to build relationships with customers and they stay in there for a reason. They stay in there because they, they feel part of the community themselves. Yes. Um, but then they also feel part of the community with, within the store because, they, yeah. you know, they've grown up together. So, you know, it, it really does have a, a really good feel. And, you know, I, my colleagues here are just, they're, they're fantastic. I've, they're such a great um, bunch of colleagues and they're, they're really passionate and they want not just what's best for, for M&S, they want what's best for, for High Street Kensington. And yeah. I think they really feel affiliated to the area, not just the brand, which is, is refreshing and quite unusual. Yeah, that's what's been missing for such a long time, isn't it? And I think that's what we're also trying to get back again when we come, when we come out of lockdown. Now, talking about lockdown, you briefly mentioned that you sort of like came to Kensington High Street in the middle of the pandemic. I mean, mm-hmm. how how has it been for you and in the Kensington store? I mean, how have you coped? And- yeah. What have you had to do um, to overcome things and changing the rules and everything? Yeah, look, I, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, Selma. <laughs> it's been the most challenging year of my life from a, a career perspective. You know, having to make split decisions where we're getting probably limited um, information from the government. So having to go with gut um, with a lot of the time. Um, things constantly changing, constantly moving around, you know, and I think despite all of the, the complexities that, that we've had to manage from a from a COVID perspective, I think one of the biggest challenges that, that, that I've had is has been supporting my colleagues through this and the impact that this pandemic has had on their mental health and mm-hmm. you know some of them not being able to see friends and loved ones so you know we're really super conscious of the business that yes it's been really challenging to, to manage the day-to-day operation where restrictions have been in place and uplifted yeah. but 
that's just managing operation, which, you know, we, we can do, although it's been more challenging. You know, the, the biggest thing that we've been really conscious of and, and, and having to manage is, is the impact that this pandemic has had on our colleagues. And yeah. we put loads of different stuff in place as a business, as level of support. We've got a 24-7 support line that any of our colleagues can call to talk to somebody. You know, we have weekly check-ins with, with our colleagues to make sure that, that they've been okay. So it's been a tough time and it's been a tough time for businesses but I think more importantly it's been a tough time for individuals it has been a challenge but I think we've worked together I've got a fantastic team in here as I've mentioned I've got a fantastic leadership team um, and you know we, we've mucked in together and, and we've got through it and um, there were points throughout the year where that didn't look like it was going to happen but I, th I think sometimes it does take so severe adversity um, in a situation to gain a feeling of together and belongingness and yeah. um, I, I think despite the pandemic having some awful effects on people's lives we, we need to see the positives from it and you know I think as a team and as a community I, I, I think that there is a, a much greater um, level of togetherness and appreciation for each other and, and you know we can feel that in the store we've, we've, we've got through something together you know and I think you know we've been selling food the whole time when COVID and home was locked down you know we, we I think there's a certain level of pride with my colleagues as well that, that we've, we've played our part in the community to, to, to keep the country moving. I have to say I can't agree more I mean you know like I think it was the first lockdown when only the supermarkets were open and I remember sort of mm -hmm. like thinking obviously I, I shop at your store and everything and it was just incredible how all of the staff came in and they were having to come in on public transport they were sort of like risking their lives but they still came in they still did their jobs they still served the public and I do feel that sort of like in many ways you know supermarket and, and Marks and Spencer staff and you know a lot of the supermarket staff are the unsung heroes. You know, obviously we're very grateful to the NHS and everything, but you know, these guys were there every day. So, you know, they, yeah, and they were just fantastic. And talking to some of them, I know that they've had losses themselves within their family. So, you know, you really have to take your hat off to them. No, I agree. But on to happier times, we're slowly, yeah. but slowly, hopefully moving out of this. I sort of hear from what I'm reading that M&S are reinventing themselves and have lots of new services and products coming along. Would you like to tell us about some of those, please? Well, I've got so many exciting things to talk to you about. <laughs> and, and do you know what? It is a really, really exciting time. Yes, we do know that, um, you know, retail has, has come under fire in, on the back of this pandemic. But, you know, the business have used this as a catalyst. To, to do things a little bit differently. And we've done it under the never the same again sort of headline. Mm -hmm. um, and there's so many exciting things that are coming down the line from, from the business. So I think the first thing I wanted to talk to you about is um, our, our partnerships. So for the first time ever, we, we have partnered with, I think, about 15 different brands. Now, initially, we're, we're doing this as an online partnership. Um, and I'm just going to list through some of the brands. You might have heard some of them, so I, I hadn't heard them all. So um, on women's wear, we've got Finery, we've got um, YAS, we've got Selected, that's men's and women's. We've got Sans Sadar, um, we've got Hobbs, um, The White Stuff. Um, seasonal Cornwall on men's wear. We partnered with Jack Jones, um, again, selected home for men's. On lingerie, we partnered with Sloggy, um, Triumph, sorry, Ells for kids wear, Russell Athletic for kids wear as well. 
um, and Penguin on Kidswear. So some, some really exciting brands that, that yeah. we, we, we've had partnerships with. Now, initially, we're going to be selling them um, online on our dot com platform. Uh-huh. And that's just to give our customers um, a range, a larger, uh, you know, choice of our range and, and, and other ways that they can shop with us. But I do believe there are going to be some plans um, to be bringing some of these brands into the store so the customers can come in and touch and feel. Now, I haven't got any dates and timescales of if and when we'll be getting them in High Street Kensington. What I can tell you is uh, we are relaunching our autograph brand in High Street Kensington. So well, our autograph brand is more the more sort of upmarket. Now, we're one of two stores uh, all across London that's going to be getting this brand back in. Now, I'm super excited about it. The product actually got delivered last week, and I've just had a, a look at it, and it's fantastic. It really, really is nice. We've got some real vibrant colours. We've got the seasonal um, fabrics, so there's some nice, lovely, beautiful linen that's coming in. So, um, yeah, yeah, the newness in our store is, is absolutely coming through, and I, I think we have done an amazing job at the product this time. Another exciting thing that I can't wait for our customers to see is, I'm not sure if you're, you're aware, but we launched launched a brand in-house brand called Good Move on women's wear, which has been so popular in High Street oh, Kensington. No, it's sort of, yeah, so we've currently got it, we've currently got it in store at the moment. You'll definitely notice it when we reopen because we're going to go much bigger on it. But it's essentially just athletic wear, but a lot of our customers are buying it, so just to sort of more of a casual yeah. element. So we've had that for last year, the Good Move yeah. brand, but we're just launching it um, across menswear and also on lingerie as well. So again, as a runner myself and a cyclist, I was super delighted to, to see this product come in. The product is great. The quality of it is great. The price point is so competitive in comparison to a lot of the other, because it's quite expensive active wear. Yes. You know, I think we've absolutely hit the MS quality credentials um, at a really exciting price point, but also the design is fantastic as well. I agree, but just going back to the athletic, athletic wear and everything because it's been quite, I mean obviously there's a, more and more people are fitter and healthy and going running and especially in the lockdown yeah. but it's true what you say about the cost of some of this athletic wear I mean you know 80 to 200 pounds for a pair of like joggers yeah it's not cheap sort of thing so no that, well, that's fantastic so it's called good move yeah yeah, good move. So good move. As, and it's an in-house brand that we've designed yeah. ourselves. And as I say, we've, we've had it on women's wear for the last year or year and a half, I believe. Um, but it's coming into um, men's wear, but also to lingerie. So we're doing a lot of new sports bras. Oh, right. um, and it as well water bottles yoga mats so really exciting i'm sure everybody's going to want to be getting trimmed for their, their holidays when they can finally get away so yeah really excited about that <laughs> just going back to that list of brands that you, the brands that you like uh, bringing in store some of them i do know and some of them i'm not quite sure but it's all really exciting and have you bought the jaeger brand as well yes yes we have bought the yoga brand sorry that i've got the list of the the newer brands in front of me so yeah um we've already got in some stores so that is launching our stratford store in westfield um and that's already able to buy um online and nobody's child as well is already available to buy online um some great product coming through and now i believe stratford is getting nobody's child as well we're still tbc in terms of what brands um, if we get any in High Street Kensington, but I'm definitely going to be fighting for some of them because I think yeah. you know some of the brands are fantastic and definitely our customers would affiliate with them. Yeah. Uh, and it's just it's something new and exciting, and uh, you know I think don't get me wrong, uh, you know we've done 
loads of work over the last few years with our product and I've got some real confidence in it but I think just giving our customer more variety yeah. um, I think with there being less retailers out there for them to be able to pick up touch the fabric yeah. um, I think that the more we get into stores the better and it's something that I, I really want to push for. So you're talking about sort of like laundry there I mean like Marks and Spencers you you must have the monopoly in this country on laundry and food. Yeah, we, we, yeah? <laughs> We absolutely do. Yeah. We, we have we have market share. Um, I think it, it's it's a funny one. I think it's a real level of affiliation with our customers for, for laundry. So many people I know their first bra fit was always at M&S. <laughs> And, and it's something that we're, we're really, really proud of. Now, you know, the, the pandemic has prevented us from being able to, to do the bra fit. And when we reopen, although we are not going to be able to do the measurement bra fit, we are training all of our lingerie colleagues in a digital solution to be able to still give advice and do bra fits, but without that close contact. Oh. So all of my lingerie team are currently going through a training program now on how to be able to still work out what size bra that uh, a customer would need and let's face it i think weight has fluctuated for everybody up and down yes. lockdown, so we might <laughs> close my mind over be fitting us it's either gone one or the other one people have got super into their health and fitness or on the other end so um i think it's a service that our customers love and are yeah. going to be crying out for and although it's not going to be able to bar fit it in an additional way you will still be able to come in April and um, we're going to be able to give you advice in terms of you know what what size of bra you need to buy which I'm really really pleased about. So yeah your laundry I mean it's just fantastic and I was in there the other week and it just seemed that sort of like you've just brought out like a whole new range of there's just so much choice not just in sort of like colors and styles but also the size ranges I mean that's fantastic but sort of like mm -hmm. going from bras to food completely differently. So the food, I mean, Marks and Spencer's food, I mean, I think it's the I think it's the best there is. I think it's just like amazing food. How does Marks and Spencer's decide like what food they're going to produce? And how do you decide what new lines you're going to bring on board? What what goes into that? I mean, you know, I, I completely agree with you. I, I, I love our food. I'm, I'm a massive foodie and I'm just delighted that I can just buy, buy my food every single night. And I think, look, we've got, if not the best, one of the best product development team in, in the UK. I am just blown away every time with the level of innovation that we have to be able to bring out new products with new innovation. And, and, it, and, it's, and it genuinely feels new. You know, I think with the food, our, we've grown market share in our food over the last couple of years. And, and we've, we've, there's been a sort of a, a two-pronged strategy. I think there's always this conception that Marks and Spencer's is a little bit more expensive on, on terms of the basic, you know, your store covered food. So we've had a huge investment um, and you might have seen them when you're in store under the brand name of Remarksable. So we've selected, you know, hundreds of products across our food hall that we competitively price um, against all of the other retailers. And, and I'm talking sort of the Asda's of the world, you know, so standard products like milk, you know, tins of bean some certain fruit and vegetable that have just got really really low price points but with that point of difference of having that MS quality that we yeah. absolutely stand by so yeah. so that's been a huge focus for the business over the last couple of years and and i think that's where we have grown our market share because we're trying to educate our customers and say Do you know what yes you can come here and buy something you know which is has loads of innovation and it might be above and beyond what you would be able to get but actually if you just want to come and do your weekly food shop with us we've yeah. increased our range 
we've, we've got really competitive on our price points. And I think our customers are starting to realize that, that if you want to do your weekly shop, there's been a huge investments in terms of um, our, our home care and household yeah. category. So again, somebody doesn't necessarily think, oh, I'll go to M&S and buy bleach and detergent. Actually, if you come have a look at our home care section now, not only are we very competitively priced, we've got our own brand M&S product, which I believe the quality is better than a lot of the brands yeah. and it's cheaper in the brands. So that's, I buy all my stuff there. So we've got that element of the business, which we continue to push and grow. Yeah. Uh, there is a real focus at the moment around the our healthier ranges and when i say healthier i mean our made without range so we've, we've increased our amount of and that's either made without wheat made without gluten made without dairy and we've consolidated them areas together so if you shop in our shop now you'll be able to buy all the made without products on one end on cold chain and one end on ambient and we've also done the same with our organic ranges we've consolidated them together we've increased the range because it's, um, there's been an increased demand for healthier food, especially, you know, in the midst of a pandemic. So I think you're right what you say, that Marks & Spencer's was always seen a bit as a, in the past as a more expensive alternative to other leading supermarkets. Having said that, I think for even before the pandemic, you probably around about 2008 after that financial crash, you know, you started to bring in products, the quality, but actually competitively priced. So if you were shopping at Marks & Spencer's, you could either, you know, you could pick up, a week's worth of shopping for a reasonable price but if you wanted to and you had a bit more you know a bit more money in your pocket you could actually spend it on something quite luxurious if you know so i think that you, you've been doing that for quite a while but the other thing i was going to say it's really impressive when i go in store and i look at sort of all of the different ranges and you know you've just mentioned sort of like the not not what's what's the range called again with no, uh, made without range made without range but you've got sort of like the, the count on us, you've got the feel fuller for longer, you've got, I mean, you've got so many different ranges. So anybody yeah. who's got any sort of like, you know, um, eating pattern or regimen, they, they can find what they want in M&S. Yeah, and that's something we're, we're really conscious of and really trying to focus on. And another range that we've heavily invested and we've just got loads of newness is our plant kitchen range. And yes. the plant kitchen range is our, our vegan range, which yeah. we have seen pick up exponentially over the last sort of six months to a year. Yeah. Um, and the product is fantastic. Now, I, I, I'm not a vegetarian myself, but I, I am conscious of how much meat I consume. I've tried every single item on that plant kitchen range, and it is fantastic. And a lot of the meat substitutes, if I was put in front of me and I didn't know, I, I just wouldn't know. The innovation in that range is just phenomenal and it is really popular with our customers. So if you haven't tried it, I really <laughs> encourage you to buy some, some of the lines in there because it is just, it is fantastic. So talking about sort of like deliveries, which we weren't actually, but I'm just thinking when I come in and I do a big shop, if I'm feeling a bit lazy, I'll get a delivery or something. You've, you've you've recently sort of like changed how you do, do deliveries I think it was always used to be in store and I think you've still got that but you've recently partnered with Ocado how's that going? Fantastic that we, we are one of before I talk about Ocado we're one of two shops in the whole business that offer a home delivery service. The home delivery service works that you would come in and you do your shop um, and you pay for it through the tills and then you just give us a shop in afterwards and you arrange a time slot and we'll come and deliver it to you so 
you know, us and Marble Arch are the two stores that currently offer that service. Mm -hmm. But if you don't want to come into the shop at all, yeah, you're absolutely right. You can get the MLS Hall catalogue on a carlo. And it has been fantastic. I think we couldn't have timed it better as a business <laughs> to, to, to have an online offering platform just before the, the pandemic hit. But it, it's been, it's exceeded our expectations so far. And I think it's something that will just continue to grow and grow. I think as a business, we're delighted with the partnership. It's working really well from us. Um, and what we're really pleased with is the amount of customers that are buying into the MS products. And again, it's gone way over our expectations. So you can buy pretty much the full MS catalogue now via Ricardo. Now, I think the only thing I would say is that the, 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 over the last few months, it's been a bit more challenging than we would have liked to get delivery slots. But I know that the business is working on that in terms of recruitment, getting more drivers and vans in. Um, and I think now it is a lot easier to be able to get a delivery. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine how overwhelmed you've been with, with delivery, you know, deliveries. Um, the Sparks card. Now, that was a great invention. Um, but I know that in the last year or so, that changed. Well, I, it keeps getting upgraded and everything. And I remember like a year or so ago, I had to upgrade mine and blah, 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 blah. But have you sort of, has it been upgraded again? And sort of like, what's what's the ethos behind the, the, the new Sparks card? Yeah, so I think there is a bit of customer misconception around sort of what Sparks is like because it's very unique to our brand. What it's not is it's not a club card or another type of bonus card where you collect points and you can spend them on. It's essentially, and I think the best way to look at it is, is a reward card for being part of the Sparks card family and scheme. So it's not about collecting points. You don't get more gifts essentially for the more times you use it once you've downloaded sparks card and i would absolutely recommend everybody to to download it on via the mns um, application there's an there's a button on there where you can download the sparks card you can add that to your wallet on your phone if you've got an android or onto your apple pay and you can add it to there so it's on there ready to rock and roll now what sparks card is it's a three-pronged approach essentially First of all, you can select, you select a charity that you will give a, a small percent of each transactions will go to. So there's a wide choice of charities that you can select. The second point of it is it has tailored unique offers to what your shopping habits are. So if you're a customer that spends a lot of money on food or particular food groups or, or lingerie, it will give you tailored offers. So you can go onto the application on Sparks card and download what offers you want. And as soon as you scan it through, you'll then get 20% off the laundry or 20% mm -hmm. off the bras. Mm -hmm. Another fantastic thing that and this was what we wasn't doing before is we're giving stuff to customers. Um, so I can actually, I've got some little facts here. We have given away 3 million tote bags. And I don't know if this is sort of the woven bag. Yes, yes. As a yes. Uh, we, we've given one million bags of Percy Biggs, a million chocolates, we've given daffodils, 40,000 customers have received their whole shopping for free. Wow. So it's another thing about Sparkcard. So it's happened to me twice. Now, let's give I, I spent a lot of money <laughs> in MS, <laughs> but you, you do the shopping, you scan your Sparks card, and randomly it will select, <laughs> you know, and that doesn't that can be from a one pound coffee to, to a 300 pound shop yeah so 40,000 customers since the launch of the new sparks card we've, we've given it um we've given that, their shopping that is great. um so i just think a lot of our customers don't really realize the benefits that they can have now i did say about the application i'm really conscious not all of our customers are going to have smartphones and be able to use technology so if that's the case you can have an actual physical card and 
when you come into store, if you just ask any of our colleagues, can you just check what offers they have? We have these devices called Honeywell where we'll scan your card and we'll say, you've got these offers on, what ones would you like to put on? And we'll select them. And as soon as you pay for your shopping, again, you'll have all the same benefits of being able to get your shopping free, a free gift or 20% off of a, yeah. a particular area. But, um, it is fantastic. And I, I'm really, really encouraging our customers to sign up. Even if you shop with us once in a blue moon, it, it, as soon as you sign up, you'll get a free tote bag. So <laughs> there is a benefit. <laughs> I think I'm more interested in the Percy Pigs, actually. That's another story. That's another story. <laughs> what about the, um, I was in your store in Q the other week, and um, you've got, is it the, the mobile pay-to-go? I mean, what's that? Could you explain yeah, what it is? Yeah, it's a new service we've offered um, that we're offering. And again, it is all accessed via the MNS um, application that can be downloaded on any mobile device. <laughs> And essentially, it's a it's a completely new, innovative way to be able to pay for your shopping. Now, it's only currently on foods, but there are trolls across the rest of the business for COVID and home. I don't know whether they're going to be signed off or not. Okay. But essentially, you get your mobile device out in the food hall. You have your shopping bag at the ready. You open the MNS app, click on mobile pay go, and you can essentially just start scanning your items and put them into your bag. And at the end, you pay through either face recognition or your, or your wallet on your store, and you do not have to go through any queuing at all. At all. Now, we developed this with the Falter, and we've been marketed with the Falter mind that we, we want to alleviate sort of queues at the checkouts, but, but also within the midst of the pandemic, it's been a great tool to be able to help social yeah. distance because we yeah. people congregate at the front of the store. It is absolutely fantastic. Now, if any of our customers want any help with any of this, like, please come and see me, please come and see any of my colleagues because I'm really excited about it. It's something that, you know, I'm, I'm really encouraging our customers to use because it not only makes their life easier, it makes our life easier as well because our customers are self-sufficient within their shopping. I buy every single one of my food items with mobile pay go. I never use it till anymore. And I just, just never, never would have a need because it's so much quicker. How does it work? How can, so, so you can't, customers i'm just thinking about shoplifting i mean it can't sort of like can you actually sort of like put something in your bag that hasn't been scanned i mean how does that work yeah yeah you, you absolutely could i mean we we and i can't tell our full security yes. <laughs> um yeah you know we um we will very kindly ask a select amount of customers just to double check their receipt on their phone uh -huh. just to make sure that everything's been paid for so we'll do that we we also have um lots of other ways to to, to prevent customers from from just doing that i.e for cctv system seems security keen etc but look i i think you know 99.9 percent .9 of our customers are absolutely genuine absolutely love our brand and, and we, we we trust them to to, to to buy the items and scan them through which we you know 99.9 percent .9 of them will so um it's a great service all that all accessible via the app another beauty of it is it all links up to your sparks card so you, you all you need is a mobile device and you can come in you can get your office you can get your deals you might get your shopping for free you can pay without going to a checkout and i think you know we've really invested and in trying to bring ourselves into a digital you know business and, and trying to get the front foot because i think if we look at ourselves 10 years ago was we sort of up there being the most digital forward-thinking business and the answer is probably no but you know we, we're coming on leaps and bounds and we're only going to continue to move further um into the digital way to retailing fantastic so after a difficult year we've got april the 12th on the doorstep it's on the horizon mm -hmm. i should say what have you got planned for the kensington store from april the 12th honestly 
I'm, I'm so excited. I, I cannot tell you the level of exciting, not only me, but my team have heard. We're using this reopening essentially as a catalyst to, to relay our store. We've, we've got in loads of newness that's all coming through. I've been looking through the product this morning. It is fantastic. Some of the menswear items, I'm literally going to buy them all. But we're also going to be relayed a lot of the shops. So actually, it's going to feel very, very different. We have opened up, so it's going to feel a lot more spacious. As I said, mentioned to you earlier, we've got the autograph brand coming in, but some of the newness that, that is coming through, and you know, the business have been planning for this reopening, you know, for the past, you know, few months now, uh, and the product is great. The way that my team have visually laid it out to help inspire, and I, and I think what we're really conscious of is that a lot of our customers wouldn't have been into a, a retailer to to see product, to touch product. So we're so excited to be able to to show, to inspire through our stylings on mannequins, through our visual layout, to, to, to really almost reopen the store. Now we've got painters coming in, it's gonna feel really clean and fresh and it, it will feel like, and, I, and it's already starting to feel like a, a brand new shop. And I can't wait to invite customers to come in and, and see the product themselves. I really welcome any feedback and I might regret saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. So if anybody that's listening to this podcast wants to come and have a chat with me and give me their feedback around product, what's good, what's not good, ask me. I love being on the shop floor talking to my customers because I think, you know, if, if I don't hear it, then it doesn't give us the ability to change. But I tell you one thing, I am confident that everybody is going to be blown away for the reopening of the store. It's going to feel like an MS. They're going to love the product. They're going to love the way that we've handed out and visualed it. And our colleagues are going to absolutely love talking to you about it. Another thing that they're hopefully going to notice the difference is we, we've, we've used this sort of period of lockdown to invest in our colleagues' training. So mm -hmm. we're going to have lots of new tools available, whether that be, you know, the new BraFit tool that I spoke to you about. But there's been loads of different sort of training visual principles that we've been going through with our colleagues so we've used this period of time to invest in our colleagues knowledge so that they can help talk to and sell and talk to customers about what's great and, and what they love so i'm really excited to be welcoming everybody back and i guarantee you it's going to feel like a, a brand new business well i have to say i can't wait either it's been like almost a year well you've been open a couple of times but you know it's been a year really so am i allowed to say in summation that from avocados to zucchinis and bras to big pants, Marks and Spencers has us covered. We have you covered. Do you know what? I've, I've got to talk about one thing that I've, I've not spoke about. Sure. We've obviously got we've got Easter around the corner. Oh, yes. And you know what? I've, I I try to eat quite healthy, and I've just been tempted, and I've gone through this hot cross bun phase. If, if you haven't tried our hot cross buns, <laughs> they are incredible. And, and the, the issue is we, we, we do, I think, about 10 in our range now. And I've tried them all and I'm, I'm pretty much buying a pack a week. We just had our, and they were called the Extremely Chocolatey Hot Cross Buns. They just wanted the BBC Good Food Best Ever Flavoured Hot Cross Bun Award. They are fantastic. However, I, I'm not going to say the BBC's got it wrong because I would never say anything like that. <laughs> our Salted Caramel hot cross buns, oh. the, the most delicious buns you have ever put in your mouth. Oh. Um, so look, 
I just had to have a little bump hug there because <laughs> it's like I, I'm super like into my food and I normally do a lot of scratch cooking and I don't, don't tend to buy the sort of sweeter product but I'm going through this hot cross bun place and if you haven't tried them and you're hearing this I guaranteed you you can have the James store manager seal of <laughs> approval we've got the best hot cross bun you would have ever tasted <laughs> on that note I think I'm going to end the podcast now because I'm going to come down to store now and buy some salty caramel hot cross buns you've, you've sold it to me James you've sold it to me <laughs> David, thank you so much for talking to us today. It's been fantastic. And thank you for all that you and the staff have done down at the Kensington store all this last year or so. So appreciated. And we can't wait for you to open for you again. Thank you, Selma. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much, Selma. And thank you, James, for inviting us into your store and for the review of your hot cross buns. And that's all for this week. Join us again in a couple of weeks. And remember to check out our website, visit kensington.co.uk. Thank you, and we wish you a very happy Easter.